What crazy weather we've been having, huh? Feels like the seasons are changing right before our eyes. Now, I know that we still have a little more winter to go, right? But didn't you just have a taste this morning of that next season? You know the season that follows winter in Minnesota. Road construction. As I was, they must have installed a magnet on the bottom of my car because on the way to church today, I hit every single pothole. I was making splashes everywhere. It's just coming, you know. It's just a matter of maybe a couple of weeks, those yellow cones will be out there and we'll be in traffic and we'll be sitting behind others. Yeah, something to look forward to. Must have brightened your day right there. Road construction, wow. In this morning's gospel, Jesus talks about construction, of course. It doesn't have anything to do with the roads, but it has to do with a central symbol, something at the core and the heart of God's people and their religious practice, the temple. All the Gospels talk of this story of Jesus going and cleansing the temple, turning over the the tables and, and driving out the money changers and the animals. But they tell the story in in very different ways. In Matthew, Mark, and Luke, this story is told at the end of Jesus' ministry. It happens right after Jesus comes into the temple, uh, comes into the city with palms waving. And this act is one that contributes to the end of the week, the people crying out, crucify him, and Jesus dies. In those stories of the cleansing of the temple, it seems like Jesus' action is related to the corruption. The temple has become a den of robbers, he says. And so Jesus seeks to purify it, seeks to change it, seeks to bring it back to the central purpose in the life of people. In John's telling of the story, though, we have something different happen. There's no den of robber reference. In fact, the problem is not the corruption, but the problem is the system itself. The system of the temple. The charge that Jesus um, levels against the people is that you have created a marketplace. You've created an exchange for holiness. And that's the problem. When you offer your sacrifices, when you come to this place to worship and praise, you come bringing your gifts and in turn expecting God's mercy and grace and forgiveness. We exchange holiness. We give something to God, God blesses us and our crops grow. Jesus says, that, that is a problem. There's a giant pothole 
in a spirituality that has a temple or an institution be the connecting place between people and God. That's what Jesus says needs to change at the start of his ministry. And in place of that, what he fills that gap with that hole is, is his own life. Jesus offers his own life as that thing which connects us with God's grace and love. And when we read this story, this good news of God found in John's gospel, we will see some amazing things because the life of Jesus is not about exchange at all. It's about relationship. The life of Jesus is one of grace and forgiveness and inclusion. It's one that goes out to the people that have been pushed away, by the way, from the temple and reconnects them. Says, you too belong to the heart of God. You too are part of God's desire for justice and peace in all of creation. Jesus offers his life as a substitute. Now, as Christians, we might think, well, what are we talking about this about today? Because the temple is long gone. Romans took care of that in 70, year 70. We don't have to worry about this thing anymore because we don't offer animal sacrifices. Well, guess what? The church may not be sacrificing animals, but we deal with the same holes, the same potholes, the same problems and brokenness that were present in that first century temple institution. Whenever we think that it is this building that connects us to God, there is a problem. Whenever we think that it is our goodness that connects us with God, our offerings, our sacrifices, our giving that connects us with God, there is a problem. Whenever we judge others as not being worthy or holy or good enough to be in the presence of God, there is a problem. The hole, the pothole is big and we fall into it. And sadly, the Christian church has fallen into that hole more often then it's been out of that hole. Not too long ago, I was talking with a church, and they were sharing about a, a new ministry involving children, and they thought it was going pretty well. At first, though, they said people didn't like it. And I says, oh, did they say that? Did they mention, what, was, what did they say? Oh, they didn't say anything. Well, how do you know that they didn't like it? Oh, they shared the glance. They looked with disapproval. They shared their stare. Folks, way too often 
as a community of God's grace and love, we have shared the looks of judgment, the looks of displeasure when someone came in and wasn't wearing the right clothes or wasn't in the right mood or wasn't behaving in the right way. And we have excluded others because of that. We want to know why people aren't coming to church. Well, so often, it's because our history has been one of driving them away. And we've done that for so long that others outside the church judge our temple as a place where they will not be welcomed. That is a need for construction. Jesus offers us his life. Jesus offers us his grace and his love. At this table, we are simply welcomed by God's grace, by God's love. At this table, we receive the good news That no matter who we are or what we've done or what we wear, no matter what, we are forgiven and loved by God. That life, that good news is able to lift us up. We come together not to be a place of holiness, not to be a place that's got it right, We come together in the grace and the love of God because we need to hear and taste God's goodness. We have that goodness to share with others. And part of the road construction is to fill the holes in our lives and in our community where that love is absent, where that love is is so desperately needed. So, we're still in winter, right? News says we're going to get some snow on Tuesday night. And we'll probably get a little few more storms after that. But another season is coming. This season of winter is on its way out. The next season that comes, it's not road construction, but it's spring. And it's filled with the hope and the possibility of new life. It's filled with Easter joy. It comes to us as an invitation to live, delight, celebrate this love of God, which makes us whole. Amen.